Did you know the average stay-at-home mom spends over 80 hours per week caring for their family? That's like having two full-time jobs. You have a to-do list that's a mile long, a house full of responsibilities, and endless demands on your time from your adorable kiddos. But what about you time? I'm not talking about time to yourself to work. I'm not talking about when you're going to do like the house chores. I am specifically talking about alone time for you to do whatever you want to do. In today's episode, I want to share with you some tips for how to regularly escape the daily hustle and enjoy that precious you time. So if you've been dreaming of a solo coffee date, a girl's night out, or maybe an uninterrupted Target shopping trip, stick around. I'm about to make mom time a regular part of your life. Hey there, mama, and welcome to the Organized Mom Photographer Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and this show is for all you mom photographers out there on a mission to enjoy motherhood while building a thriving photography business you love. I'm a productivity and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and a homeschooling mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to the never-ending to-do lists late night editing sessions, and the endless messes that will one day miss strewn across the floor. Join me every week as we dive into the strategies and mindset shifts you'll need to prioritize, organize, and streamline your life and your business. Gone are the days of sitting on the sidelines, overwhelmed by the challenges that come your way. It's time to take serious action, confidently step into the role as the CEO and embrace hard things for the sake of growth. Mama, if you're ready to stop feeling like you have to choose between being a present mama or a successful business owner and finally feel equipped to do both well, then you're in the right place. Hey there, mama. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited to chat with you about today's topic. It is one that I am super passionate about because I feel like too many moms out there really struggle to find this time and not only find it, but to find it consistently and to make it something that is just a regular part of your routine. So I am extremely excited to dive into today's topic. So before I hop in, I want to introduce myself. My name is Ashley Freehan. I am the founder here at The Purpose Gathering, which is an online education platform and community to support mom photographers. So I am so glad that you are tuning in today, and I really cannot wait to dive in. If you are new to the podcast or new to this transition, a few weeks ago, I changed the name of the podcast to the Organized Mom Photographer Podcast. And when I did that, I wanted to create more of a connection with my listeners. And so I decided to share with you guys my Voxer username. And I have been blown away by the amount of you who are reaching out and who are actually taking me up on this and who are sharing a little bit about your journey with me and answering these questions. So if you have been listening and you want to jump in to a Voxer conversation with me, um, go ahead and download the app. It's totally free and it's a walkie talkie app so we can voice chat each other. So you can actually hear me in real time speaking to you about your specific answers to the questions. So I just feel like it is such a great way to connect. It's similar to doing like, you know, a 
voice message over on Instagram. Um, it's just different because I don't like using Instagram. Um, I actually haven't used it in months and months and months. It's just not my jam. And so I still want to connect with you. If you also are not a part of our Facebook community, I would love for you to join that. It's also called the Organized Mom Photographer. It is just an amazing place for you to connect and go even deeper um, with the podcast episode topics. We talk about different questions. Other mamas can chime in and also share their insight. And so it's just a different aspect of this community so that you can just kind of dive deeper. So if you want to join, you can head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. That's M-A-M-A-S. Okay, but before we dive in, I would love for you to answer this question for me over on Voxer. How much time, how much regular time, I should say, do you get away from your kiddos? So my Voxer username is A Freehan. It's always listed in the show notes. Um, and in case you're a new listener or you just uh, needed this reminder, I actually have a blog version of every single one of my podcast episodes. So if ever you want to go back and reference something, but you don't want to have to listen to the entire episode again, you are able to just go onto my blog and find that episode and everything is transcribed for you into blog format. And so it's much easier to digest and you also are able able to grab all of my like notes and links and anything that's in my show notes will also be in that blog post. So just wanted to remind you of that. Okay, so let's dive into this topic because it's so important that you are getting regular time away from your kids. And really the key to getting regular time is just setting up something consistently. And again, I'm not talking about time to work. I'm not talking about time to do things around the house, like chores, like upkeep, laundry, those kinds of things. I am strictly talking about things that light you up, things that you want to do, things that just make you feel rested and refilled. Those are the things that I am talking about. So I want to share with you just a few strategies and ideas for how you can get this regular time away from your kiddos. Okay, so let's chat about the obvious. Let's chat about your morning and evening routine, because typically our kids have a pretty regular schedule. Um, If yours don't, I completely understand that can totally throw things off, but it is something that you can sort of aspire to and work towards. So having the same bedtime for your kiddos is really important, even if they're not going to bed at that time. It's just sort of their wind down time. So both of my kids go to bed around seven o'clock. That is like our kind of end point. And so we put our kids to bed. Do they go to bed at eight, at seven? No. My son, who's nine, goes to bed at eight. So we have him do lights out at eight. And then my daughter, who is 12, she doesn't go to bed until later. So maybe like nine, nine thirty. But they get that time to themselves to read. Um, really, we try to keep them in their bed so they can read or they can draw or they can journal. But we want them to be winding down for the night. And they just get that self-care time, which also gives my husband and I time. And so thinking about creating a routine for your kids that will give you that uh, that alone time. Um, and then also in the morning. And so sometimes you're going to have to wake up before your kids. And yes, that feels really hard, especially if you have early risers. Um, so 
you might only get 30 minutes to yourself, but just little increments of increasing your time. And also, I talk about this a lot on my podcast is just creating that boundary with them as well that they can wake up early, but that doesn't mean that they're going to come down early. So just like we talked about that evening routine, you can still um, instill that in them by having a morning boundary. Um, I call it a wake up boundary. Like, hey, you can be awake, but I don't want you coming out of your room until 730. Um, obviously, we don't do that anymore because now my daughter has to be at school at 740. Uh, actually, at eight, we have to leave at 740. So things are a bit different. Um, but you just have that wake up uh, boundary that says, you know, don't come out of your room until this time. Um, obviously, if your kids are younger, it's going to be different. But chat with me on Voxer about it. And, and I will help you figure out um, a good plan for that. Okay, number two is to plan ahead with your spouse. So this is really key, because having this communication, this open communication with your spouse is going to be so helpful. And just letting him know what what do you need, right? And what does he need? Maybe you guys have designated nights of the week that you go out. So maybe for you, you go out on Mondays and Mondays is the night that your husband's going to put the kids to bed. He's going to get them dinner and you're just going to have the night free as soon as he gets home from work or whenever he, you know, logs off of his computer and Monday is going to be your night. And then maybe Thursday nights are going to be his night where he gets to go do whatever he wants to do. And it is just you time. It's not like, oh, let me go do the grocery shopping during my time. No, you have to go do something fun. You have to go do something that fills your cup. Go out with a friend. um, Go see a movie by yourself. Whatever you want to do. Maybe designating a night of the week would be helpful. Now, maybe that's too much. Maybe you're like, wow, two nights of the week when we're both gone, maybe you alternate. So maybe it's twice a month you get to go out regularly and you kind of plan um, for that day. But again, you know, maybe there's something happening that's on a specific day and it's not necessarily your night. Maybe you uh, plan ahead with your spouse. That's kind of what I'm talking about is looking at the month ahead and saying, okay, I really need some time. When am I going to slot it in? Because we all know that if we don't plan for something, it's not going to happen. And so we have to be diligent and we have to be consistent. Okay, my next idea here is to trade babysitting with another mom. And better yet, see if you could perhaps form a babysitting co-op with several of your friends. So essentially how this would work is each mom would take turns watching all the kids and this would allow all the other moms to enjoy uninterrupted free time. So maybe you're going to schedule your hair appointments or your nail appointments during this time. And what's really awesome about it is that, you know, maybe you're only babysitting the kids once a month, but you're getting... If you do it with three other friends, you're maybe only doing it once a month, but you're getting the benefit every week. I tried to set something up like this with my sister-in-laws, and so they could do like a big cousin date, and we could trade off, you know, babysitting, because I don't mind having my nieces and nephews over. Um, My kids love it. It gives me a little bit of a break, and they love to see each other, and it would be so great for us to be able to, you know, bless our sister and um, my sister and brother-in-law's. Uh, to have that freedom and that time away. Uh, it hasn't worked out yet just because of scheduling purposes. But if if this is something that you could do with your friends, it would be so incredible. And they don't have to own their own businesses to really take advantage of this. So that is a really good idea as well. Also, this is just a bonus tip. This is something that I feel like 
especially like a couple of my best friends that I have in mind, it always feels like we get together so infrequently. But when we do, it's like, oh my gosh, why don't we do this more often? Like this was incredible. We should do this monthly or we should do this bi-weekly, but it just never happens. And so I always joke with my friends like, hey, if we don't plan our next hangout right now, it'll probably be three months before we see each other. Haha, <laughs> I'm joking, but I'm really not. And they're like, you know what? You're right. And so if you are with a friend that you really love and enjoy hanging out with, plan your next hangout with them that same night that you're with them. So you always have a standing appointment with them. You always have some time that you're getting together. And when you do this, when you pre-plan out meeting with friends and hanging out, it ensures that you get this regular time away from your kids. And then finally, plan a weekend girls trip. Like, Try to do this at least twice a year, but if you can do this once a quarter, I am telling you, it there's just something so rejuvenating about it. And you don't have to go very far. You can if you want, right? It can be, uh, we have California like very close to us, about six hours away. And so a California trip is not crazy, but we could also go up north to Prescott or Flagstaff and it's not that far. Um, but it's enough of a getaway where it feels like we're on vacation, right? Um, I actually, even a friend of mine and I, we rented a little Airbnb in Phoenix. It was literally like 25 minutes from my house. It was not far, but it was far enough away that it felt like a vacation. And we went and did, um, you know, a couple of things in the area and went out to dinner and just had fun. We did a little business retreat with it, but you don't have to do that. So it's just really important that you are thinking ahead about how you are taking care of you. And I just cannot emphasize it enough that it is crucial for you to think about this ahead of time. Sitting down and planning ahead. You guys may have heard me talk about this before, but I love having a personal CEO date. And this I have a whole episode on it that I'll link in the show notes, but this is such a great time for you to look ahead at your schedule and not only see like what upcoming sessions you have and if you need, you know, childcare help or, you know, if you want to plan some family activities, like I just feel like having this time in your schedule to plan is crucial because I think that's the hardest part for all of us is We have these great ideas, we have these great intentions, but we just aren't fully sure how to execute them. And so I think having the regular check-in of like, okay, I'm actually going to take a look at my schedule and I'm going to look ahead. And once you get really familiar with doing this, it becomes second nature and you don't feel like you're always being like, oh man, I should have planned something or, oh, you know, I really have been meaning, I'm doing air quotes, I have been meaning to reach out to so-and-so. It's like, don't don't we get stuck in that? It's so frustrating. My husband says that to me often. Like, oh, I had this idea of what we should do. And I'm like, okay, but that's great. It's an idea, but like take some action on it. Or he's like, oh, I really want to go see this new movie with my friends. And I'm like, So why don't you just open the conversation and text your friends and say, hey, I really want to see this movie. Let me know what dates work for you guys. So sometimes it's just as simple as reaching out and starting the conversation that actually gets something booked. 
right? So I'm giving you permission right now to think ahead, look at your calendar, get something as consistent and regular as you can. Um, I'll go through a little recap of what I talked about making sure that you have a solid morning and evening routine, even if it only gives you an extra 30 to 45 minutes in the morning and the evening that you can spend to yourself, that is gold. That's an extra hour every single day that you can spend doing what you love. Plan ahead, right? We talked about creating like a designated night of the week, trading babysitting with another mom, or if you can form a babysitting co-op, I mean, more power to you. That seriously is on my list of things to do. Um, And then when you're with a friend, plan your next hangout, and then make sure that you are planning weekends away. Okay, I said all of this, and some of you might be like, Ash, but you do not know my situation. Like you do not know my husband. He cannot handle the kids. Okay. I have a little bit of advice for you here. First of all, is that true? Or is that just a story you're telling yourself? Or is that just a story he's telling you, right? Because sometimes I think husbands feel like they can't do it right. Or maybe we've pressured them and we've made them feel like they do it wrong. And so maybe they just need a little bit of encouragement from us. Maybe they need a little bit of guidance. So maybe you can actually write down the steps of what you do to put the kids to bed. You can practice this before you actually leave. Um, I know that it's hard sometimes having your husband put the kids to bed. Um, But this is something that we started really early on in our marriage because I did not want to be the only person who could take care of our kids. I did not want to be the only person who, you know, could put my child to sleep, even when they were a baby. So I taught my husband what to do. And he didn't do it perfectly. And he didn't do it the way that I would always do it. But that is not the point. The point is that I needed to let go of some of that control. And I needed to just let him put the kids to bed the way that he put them to bed. Um, He learns, right? through repetition and practice. And so will your husband. And so I know that that might not be the case for everyone. But maybe it's just letting go of some of that control and helping, you know, tell your husband how you would like it done. Also, maybe giving some examples of what you do with the kids. Because I think sometimes, you know, our husbands are not home with the kids all the time. And so they're really kind of at a loss for what do I even do with these kids? How do what do they like to play with, right? And so maybe giving them some ideas of what they can do when you are away. Um, But I promise it gets easier, especially as your kids get older. But again, I would love to hear your specific unique situation. So be sure to message message me over on Voxer. Again, my username is a freehand. And let me know how much regular time do you get away from your kids? And are any of these things that I'm sharing with you resonating? Or maybe there's some resistance and you're like, oh, I really want to talk through, you know, this one in particular, this planning ahead thing. Like, how does that work? (laughs) Um, Be sure to check out that personal CEO date. Um, episode that I will be sure to put in the show notes there. Um, But I really hope that you have found value in today's episode. And if you have a mom out there, a mom friend who is also running a photography business, and they could benefit from this, maybe they're not running a photography business, but they're running a business, and they just could benefit from hearing this episode, I would love for you to share it with them. Um, I always think that there is so much value in sharing what we are learning. Um, We have someone to talk to about it. I share my favorite podcast episodes 
all the time with my business besties, even my students inside the Efficient Mom Photographer program. This is actually a topic that comes up a lot about planning ahead with your spouse and making sure that you get time away from your kids. I think it's absolutely crucial if you want to enjoy your motherhood and if you want to be the best mother and wife and business owner that you can be, you have to take care of yourself. And sometimes taking care of yourself means getting away, um, being around adults, right? Doing the things that light you up that you love. So until next time, mama, I am always here rooting for you and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Organized Mom Photographer podcast. I hope you enjoyed our conversation as much as I did. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things, and life is about more than just surviving. To become a part of our free online community of like-minded, ambitious mom photographers, head over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. That's M-A-M-A-S. We would love to come alongside you and support you on your journey. If you found value in today's episode, I would love for you to take a minute and leave a review. Your review would mean so much to me and help more mamas just like you find this show. I'm seriously so proud of you for taking time out of your busy day to invest in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this, Mama. And until next time, remember to slow down and savor every moment of this beautiful journey called life.